Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast created by Korean millennials. In this week's topic, we're going to be answering some of the questions that women want to know about men, but are too afraid to ask. Hey guys, this is Andrew. There's a little bit of explicit content, so please be warned. With that said, enjoy this week's podcast. All right, so for this week's episode, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. Um, there's this, I, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's been this trending list of questions that women want to know about men, but are too afraid to ask. And I thought it'd be fun for us to uh, take a look at these questions and, and see, uh, have our take on them. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. First question, what's the first thing about a woman that grabs your attention when you first meet her? For me, I have pretty bad eyes. So I look at the <laughs> the aura of that person first. You know what I mean? Like that their silhouette. Body temperature? Yeah, their silhouette. <laughs> body temperature. What am I, a fucking coronavirus camera, bro? <laughs> Are you a fart detector camera? <laughs> Okay, I look at their, their like I guess their outline. Their uh, silhouette. Yeah. They're, okay. They're, they're so their body, like their body, and also yeah. their style, their clothes, what they're wearing, also their hairstyle. Okay. Is it, is it long? Is it short? The whole package, and then, you know, we got to look at the face, which is the most. I wouldn't say important, but I guess, I guess it's one of the most important physical attributes. I'd say. Yeah. No, that's fair, especially at the beginning, right? Yeah. So for the face, definitely the eyes. And I don't know. I like to look at if they're also like kind of serious or if they're kind of laid back and smiling too. Okay. Andrew, what about about you, Andrew? I think the first thing that I look at is their face, obviously, and legs. But also how they dress, right? Um, I like really basic type of style, right? Like the whole leggings, shirt, or like skinny jeans shirt. Yeah. So if they look good in that, it's like a good indicator of, or it's a good, really good first impression. But yeah, I'm, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what kind of personality a girl has based on how they look. However, if you were to, yeah, you know, show me a pretty girl, a really attractive girl versus not so attractive, obviously, you know the answer. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I. Jumping over oh, me, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. The first thing I look at is if she can speak Chinese. Sorry. <laughs> I would say the first thing I see are the first thing that really grabs my attention are their eyes. You know, I think uh, you can really tell you can tell a lot about like the energy that the you know a woman has from her eyes. Uh, also, like eye contact, you know, good body language, stuff like that. It's really important. The intensity. Uh, I think eyes are what initially really grabbed me. And then also lips, I think, are something that I really, I look at a lot. So you want double eyelid eyes? Or no, no that doesn't matter. I don't care about that. Double eyelid, single eyelid, negative eyelid. What about like, you know, Kylie Jenner lips? Or like fucking shrimp lips? The thing is, like, I have no right to say because my lips are thin as fuck. If you look at me, like, my lips are like drawn in with pencils, you know? So like... Who am I to who am I to demand thick lips, right? But I think naturally, you know, men gravitate towards women that have nice, you know, soft, luscious, 
Lips. Facts. I'm down. All right, next question. Do you notice perfume on a girl and can sense turn you on? Yes. I think sense can turn you on because sense can leave a... It could be used as memory and it could leave a lasting first impression. Yeah. Yeah. So if a girl had really bad fart... Ah, <laughs> Andrew with the pangu jokes. If she had a really bad fart, okay, go on. What? So if a girl had a really bad fart, <laughs> yeah. will you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I fucking bottle that shit in a in a cap. Yeah. It's like when you um, when you're in a at a bar, like just hanging out with your friends, and then you notice like this fragrance that you're used to. That could be like from your girlfriend or your your ex, whatever. Then you're gonna be like, <laughs> oh shit. Is my girlfriend here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, what about you? Yeah, so out of my five senses, I think smell is one of the weaker ones. So perfume, I don't mm. think is that. So you can't smell? Yeah, so I can't really smell things off at a distance. True. I mean, the only way I could smell perfume is if I literally put my nose close to their skin where they put it on. But uh, dude, that's so cap. No, I swear. That's unless unless the no, it's because most of the time my nose is clogged for some reason. I I think that's why. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, unless the perfume is really strong, I can't smell it. <laughs> Although um, true. You know, I do obviously enjoy good perfumes. I put it on because I know girls like guys who smell, you know, good. So. I know it's like really important too. It's like one of the key factors of attraction. But to me personally, I don't think it's, you know, yeah. up there in terms of the deal breaker. Yeah, it's not so much a deal breaker for me. Unless they smell bad, but, you know, most girls smell fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I, I think you don't always, it's, it's always a plus, but you, I feel like you don't always notice when a girl has perfume on. But like Andrew said, you'll always notice when they don't smell good. Mm. And not like not smell good, but like smell bad. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. But onto uh to Brian's point, it's like, yeah, like I think there are many times where I recognize scents that I've, you know, experienced in the past. And like I can be walking down Eaton Center or something like that, and then a girl will walk by, then I'll get a whiff of like Chloe by Chloe or or Daisy. Uh, by Mark Jacobs, uh, you know, and I feel like those are like really common ones, but I'll get like with that and I'll be like, it'll be like a flash of memory. I'll be like, boom, 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 boom. And then like, I'll just, it'll like, it'll hit different, you know? Mm. Cool. Next question. <laughs> are guys afraid of constantly getting boners at random times? If so, how do they cover it up? Simple answer. No. It's a no. You don't get spontaneous boners. Especially when you're walking, maybe when you're sitting, or in a comfortable position, but yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, definitely not anymore. Used to happen a lot more. Uh, I think when I was younger, like in high school or in middle school, um, I, I think like Andrew said, it's like a lot of times when you're sitting down, the blood just kind of goes in different areas of your body, and then like you know, when guys get boners, it's not always because we're thinking about something sexual. You know, it'll happen randomly. And that, mm. that does happen, but uh, 
Yeah, I would say definitely less so these days. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. I don't think I have much to add except that that shit ha- used to happen a lot when you were in, you know, middle school and elementary school. And uh, Do you guys have any bad experiences with, like, getting a random boner? Yeah, especially right before you're about to go out go up uh in front of the class to present your speech <laughs> and then you got a boner <laughs> and then the anxiety starts to kick in yeah it's like fuck what am i gonna do like how am i gonna hide this shit so then you guys know that little trick where you uh you know pop the up the boner put it in between your pants tuck it you know put your shirt on top of it oh, yeah, yeah. you guys know that yeah of course but the hard part was getting your boner in between the pants i think the hard part was your boner <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Wait, I wonder, do you think girls knew what boners were back in the days? Like your elementary school? Like, oh, for sure. Like, I, I I don't think they knew that it was a penis, but they knew that guys got hard, whatever that meant. Interesting. I wonder what, yeah, girls have to say about that. Yeah, maybe we, we can get a, a fellow female on the podcast. DM us if you're interested. We don't need to do it face-to-face. We could do it over Zoom or whatever. Anyway, that's for another topic for another day. (laughs) The next question is, um, women want to know, what does getting hit in the balls really feel like? I think it's kind of hard to explain because, first of all, girls don't have balls. So they they don't know what it feels like. Right. So if you ask guys, if girls ask guys how you know, cramps feel, right? So girls are asking guys. Yeah. It's like the same thing. I don't think guys would understand how cramps feel. So it's like, it hurts when you get hit in the balls. But I don't think it's really describable. I think just guys know. No, it's like a, it's like a cramping feeling. Yeah, I think it's a different level of cramps though, right? It feels like an elect- electrical shock that spreads under your belly button. All the way down to your balls. Yeah. Like and a zap, like like, like electricity. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bruising pain that starts from your from your private area and then it like slowly like expands towards like your kind of groin area, uh your lower belly, and it's just like this like pulsating kind of like bruising pain that lasts yeah. for like a long time. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then like a bit of nausea as well. It hurts every time you walk. Take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely need a minute to just like chill out for a bit. Do you guys have any bad like hit in the ball stories? Yeah. I mean, it was weird, but like girls in my like middle school and like high school and stuff, they would just kick like girls. I don't know if it was like the hormones, like they would just like kick guys in the balls for like no reason. And they, they would like laugh and run away. I was like, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Sounds like, fucking savage. Yeah. And I, I, got, I got kicked in the balls too. And I'm just like, I didn't even do anything. And I was just like, like from the, the back or from the, the front. Oh, always from the front. You ever have like that reflexes when like you get in the balls too much? Like every time they like, you know, throw their hands at you, you just automatically like flinch and like cover your balls. Oh yeah. Immediately. Yeah. 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 What about you, Brian? Did you have any experience with guys punching each other in the balls? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think in, in high school, elementary school, like I used to play soccer and, um, I guess it was like a fly ball and I was playing defense and the ball was coming to me like in the air and like I let it bounce <laughs> and then I try to like control it after the bounce 
Yeah. But then instead of using my feet, I kind of wanted to use my stomach. But then I kind of, I kind of mis, uh, misangled that. Right dude. My balls, dude. And then the worst part is like, there's like all these girls on the sidelines. I didn't want to embarrass myself. I just kind of like played it cool and like just played it. But man, you're dying. Was painful. Yeah, I was fucking dying. <laughs> That's so funny. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? Yeah, mine's like similar to Brian where someone kicked it and I was trying to like block it. And then, you know, when you like, yeah, it just hits your balls when they kick it because you're in front of the person. <laughs> the ball? Yeah, you're just like trying to oh, defend. Like they missed the ball and kicked you in the balls? Yeah, no, no, you're just trying <laughs> to defend the person coming at you and then they just kick it. And it hits your balls. And it just goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, fall yeah, right, yeah. Away, right away. Like, I couldn't react and, like, act like a tough guy. Because, like, it was immediate. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of getting hit in the balls comes from soccer. Because it's such a vulnerable sport. Especially for balls. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No pun intended. All right, next question. What do you really think when women don't do our hair and makeup? When guys don't do makeup? No, no, no. This is These are all questions all coming from women, right? Yeah. So what do you think when we, the women, don't do our oh, hair and makeup? I see. Honestly, I don't really mind if they don't do makeup. Unless it's like a big difference. You know those girls that have like yeah. fake eyelashes and just pretty much cakes their face so that they look like really different? ABG is getting triggered hard right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's girls that do look good in both know really heavy makeup and no makeup right but it just looks different but i'm talking about if they look you know deceivingly good like you know how there's a trend on tiktok where chinese girls (laughs) put like fake nose bridges and like fake tapes on their chin it's like the before and after some of those are like fucking crazy right i'm just saying like if it's around that level then i'd be like that's kind of like you know fucking with up with my trust issues yeah (laughs) crazy catfish yeah i don't i know most girls aren't like that so i don't know if there's anything andrew hates more than catfish is sorry yeah not like the real catfish you mean like the catfish catfish thank you i think i think the audience knows (laughs) brian what about you does that matter to you i feel no not at all like i understand that putting makeup can give you confidence like same with the guys if you put on a nice you know makeup no clothes <laughs> like we feel confident right when we go outside <laughs> yeah but i feel really bad for the people that think that their value is tied to their makeup and, and how they look after they put on their makeup yeah i feel so sad when girls are like oh my god like don't look at me like i'm, I'm so ugly like without my makeup and things like that you know yeah but that's facts sorry <laughs> What yeah. the? That's cold. No, I'm, I'm just joking. Like, I think it's nice for them to look pretty. Like, let's say if you're with your girlfriend and they, they want to look pretty, so they do put on a little makeup. But yeah, yeah. I think there's a big difference between doing that and putting makeup on just because you have low self-confidence or self, self-esteem. self And, you know, you think that your value is only coming from your face. No, I agree. I think uh, I think the how women think guys care about makeup are more so how they care about 
presenting themselves does that make sense it's like like women are worried that guys would think they look different or they look ugly without makeup but i think that is kind of like that's the stress that they have but it's more so like self-inflicted i don't think guys generally care as much and again like obviously i'm sure there are shallow guys that are like ew put on makeup and you know like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie like those kinds of guys exist but i think generally you know like we're all human and uh you know i think the under like the the baseline understanding is that makeup amplifies your features or amplifies your your facial beauty or whatever but at the end of the day who you are without makeup is who you truly are right right all right wow we're so we're so we're such good guys How should I like that? I think we should end it end it with like a little, you know, corny joke before we move to the next question. What about a horny joke? Sorry. About porn. What? What the? Sorry. Okay, next question, guys. I ain't Dax. So I guess this is kind of more of like a like an an advice type question. How should women let men know if they are down to fuck or single and ready to mingle? What I guess the, the question is like. How can they clearly communicate that they're they're open to something more casual? I think it's safe to say for guys, we're not always the sharpest creatures and generally going with clearly communicating these things. Like even if it's like mm-hmm. to in your opinion, like stupidly clear, like sometimes that's necessary because you know, guys can be kind of slow with a lot of the um I think like nuances with innuendo and like dropping hints and stuff like that yeah no i agree i think i think just being straightforward up front maybe being like oh i'm not looking for anything serious i'm just looking for something casual or maybe just start off slow or things like that i think that can set the tone and yeah. how you know the rest of the relationship is going to pan out and then i think when you say that there's a lot less pressure and low risk for the guy too it's like you know, you guys could still go out, go on a date, have fun, hook up, things like that. But at the end of no the day, pressure. you're not, yeah, like you're not like, you know, committed to a relationship or anything like that. Yeah. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the problem with what Brian said is most girls, I think, I think most girls have a hard time expressing that because, you know, at one side, they want to just, you know, fuck around, but. On the other, I think they have this mindset where they don't want to look cheap, right? Or like something that's disposable. Like a hoe? Like a hoe, yeah, pretty much. You know, there's a saying where, you know, if the key th- if the key works, if the lock opens for all keys, it's a bad lock. But if, it, if the key opens any lock, it's a good key. So. Opens many locks. Exactly, so. It's a master key, bro. I think um, f- from a girl's perspective, um, it's it looks bad from like just societal values. One hundred percent. If they kind of hoe around, they look down upon. But for guys, right? It's yeah. If we get girls, it's acceptable. Then it's kind of look yeah. It's like look up up upon right. So I think um, I think girls if they want to just you know fuck around, like Brian said, they should be up straight or straight up. <laughs> But, you know, I think it's going to be difficult for them to do so. 
but like how else will you do it right yeah no i agree and i think with like andrew said with that added stigma of like you know again we don't agree with that stigma like that societal stigma that you know women shouldn't be okay with having casual relationships or like you know just be down to fuck sometimes right um sometimes to break through that you just need to be like stupid clear like hey down to fuck sorry i feel like girls are not as open about that though compared to guys i feel like girls are less inclined to just have sex with like a random person nah bro i, I mean, don't know man no i mean there there are girls that do that but i think guys are certainly more open to just hooking up with whatever whoever yeah that i agree yeah i think that's that's part of the issue <laughs> yeah. but no i i agree with josh that we do have to do our part in making that equality and things like that too it's like we can't the guys can just hold around and be okay with it and if girls do that like we can't call them hoes and things like that too you know oh 100 percent. well i think the thing is this if a if a girl has casual relationships and you know sleeps with a lot of guys she's single just like a guy would be if he was single but i think the moment you break any trust in relationships any boundaries that's when you're a hoe mm. and that goes for guys too if guy mm. does that He's a hoe. He's a fuck boy. That's the word. Oh, shit. Here we yeah. go again, boys. Andrew, wrap us up. Yeah, so let's not hoe, guys. Sorry. Next question. In your guys' opinion, how much are guys into dominant women? Oh, interesting. That could be like a percentage cut or that can be kind of like in terms of uh, like as like a base on like base, sorry, case by case basis. It's very uh, subjective, though. Yeah, it's one hundred percent subjective. But yeah. in, in in your guys' general opinion, or like, are you guys interested in dominant women? I mean, personally, I've never been with like a dominant woman. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to be with a dominant woman in bed. Yeah, but in a relationship, I don't know if I if I want to be like the less dominant one. Hmm. But I would be inclined to try like getting being submissive and shit like that in bed, though. What about on a day to day, though? Like what about what about that is kind of makes you hesitant? Like I I'm I like girls that are confident and that are able to make their own decision. But I feel like I still want to feel like the man in the relationship or whatever. Yeah, I'd say the man, but what what does that even mean though? You know, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's something about being a gentleman and and being like the man of the relationship. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess being the man of the relationship, like taking care of your your family and things like that too. You know? True. Okay. Andrew, what about you? Yeah, I think um, for me, there's a difference between dominance and leading. So I don't think I would want a girl that's dominant. I'm just talking about in generalities, right? But like, I would. It's it's very nice to have someone that's leading. Let's say a date, right? Yeah. For, exa- for example, right? I think, give like if you again go by the example of dating, the dominant one will be like, we're gonna do this, this, this kind of thing, and it kind of does what she yeah. feels like she's she wants to do. But like someone that leads, I think, will kind of feel and take your input, and based on that, kind of cater towards you know both parties and do something that's 
you know fun for both persons persons right i but i think that's what that means i think the word dominant just doesn't translate very well i guess in terms of how we're thinking about it because in i guess when we think about like a more dominant woman in western culture we're thinking of someone that's like you know like a you know like brian said like sexually like a dominatrix you know someone who like overpowers men but i think in this case that can range from even being the more you know the one that makes more of the decisions or the one that's more proactive in the relationship or on dates and stuff like that you know the alpha woman yeah kind of like the alpha woman but it's not really like i don't know i think dominance is a very strong word it's a very strong word yeah right i don't think i would like someone to make all the decisions for me yeah like for me like for personally i don't really care about like where we go on dates as long as you know just spending quality time right yeah but like i'm i'm all for girls making all the decisions as long as they take my input into consideration right yeah yeah that's what that's what i mean by leaders leading leadership sounds a lot more you know positive sexy whereas you know dominance right but like dominance is like like the girl does whatever she wants makes you look like a simp and no i, I think it, it might exactly. just be the nuance of the word yeah i mean if if you're saying like leadership and dominance is kind of like the same then i guess yeah but i, don't know, I just don't really like the word dominant true that's it's like the girl's like fucking bend over angel all right, yeah. I All think right. I think our <laughs> ideas of dominance are kind of convoluted cuz when when I read that, you know, like I'm thinking of I mean just to kind of put it into general perspective, I think in general an independent woman would be a dominant woman in Korean culture based on what I've seen and experienced because I think Koreans are more conservative. So someone who's you know, a woman who's baseline independent, I think would be seen as dominant. And I think that could be threatening to Korean guys as just as like my general opinion for, you know, if guys are into dominant women. Yeah. Personally speaking, when I hear dominance, I, you know, that comes with confidence. And so I'm not hearing dominant in this like overpowering, suppressive kind of way. I'm hearing dominant as like a, a you know, a woman who knows what she wants, a woman yeah. who, if she wants to do this, she'll do this. But obviously baseline there has to be respect that's my understanding of dominance right whether it's a guy or a, a woman right it, there needs to be respect so yeah you know and would i be into a woman who's dominant you know a little more confident a little more outspoken a little more driven a little more decisive you know i don't think that'd be a bad thing obviously it depends on the rest of it but you know i don't think i i mind taking the back seat sometimes or like you know not making all the decisions or not leading all the time i think yeah. that's that's okay I prefer that actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, again, it might just be the nuances of the word because dominant, like you said, it, it's a very heavy word, right? Yeah. And I feel like, let's say the girl has something that they want to do or like they, you know, have something in their minds that doesn't really align with what you think. I feel like you'll get into a fight um, because, you know, guys are, t- I guess, has that guy's a guy, right? So usually guys are more dominant in their relationship um but yeah if you have a girl that's dominant as well then it's kind of like clashing right so i think yeah that's why i don't really like the word dominant i feel like if you're dating like those like dominant like confident like knows what they want kind of type of girls then as a guy you have to know how to 
like reciprocate that and how to receive that too of course it's like what andrew just said if you have two like type a personalities then they're definitely going to be a clash so yeah so i think um i mean it'll be interesting i think but there has to be some compromise on both sides for sure yeah for sure 100 percent. yeah for sure yeah for sure 100 percent. yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah i for sure for sure for sure for sure and next question and next question next question do men care about women's weights like body weight mm. i'll go first all right andrew take the lead i think yeah so i think if you're in a committed relationship and you know the girl is you know worth staying for worth sacrificing your time and money i don't think weight is a big factor Okay. Or rather, it's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if you're meeting someone casually, hell's yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like if you're casual, then it's it's pretty you're meeting on a shallow, you know, mutual shallow level. So, yeah, I think weight matters in that sense. Yeah. But again, I think it kind of goes for the girls as well. It might not be a way for guys, but it's like if they find something that they're not, they were into when they got committed into into a casual relationship yeah. and then found something that they didn't like, I'm sure they'll do the same thing. They'll, they'll like, you know, break it off or like kind of just lose interest, right? So Cause casual things are more physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no commitment. Yeah. Regard, like anyhow, so. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Brian, what about you? For me, this is once again, this question is very subjective. So, but I prefer girls that do take care of their body, that work out, you know, that eat healthy. So, I guess as a result of that, you know, the girl has to be in somewhat in a, you know, decent shape, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that could also change as I get older and when I have kids and things like that. But as of right now, I do want to be with someone who takes care of their body, who has, you know, a nice ass or whatever, let's say. Yeah. So I think for me right now at this age, not necessarily weight, but do you take care of your body is much more, I guess, important question. So then you're saying weight doesn't matter. How how healthy the body is matters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. And you? I would say weight does matter. I think that goes both ways, whether a woman is overweight or underweight. I think those are both, to me, equally concerning, you know, and it goes back to kind of Brian's point. It's it's more of a health thing, right? And, you know, I'm not looking at the weight of women that are just walking by, but if this is my partner, if she's overweight or if she's underweight severely, like that's a huge concern for me. So in that case, yes, I'm going to say weight does matter. And I do care about the weight. Um, that being said, from a physical attraction standpoint, I agree. It's like, it's not about the weight. How do you look, you know, how confident are you with your body? And if you're, you know, a larger woman, but you're fucking killing it and you're very sexy, that's attractive. Likewise, if you're, if you're on the lighter side, and you're still overflowing with confidence and you're killing your fits and stuff like that's equally as attractive. So I don't think weight matters in the way that women think for me at least. Right. Yeah. But it does matter. 
because it, it, it plays a lot with, you know, health and, and uh, stuff like that. You should be taking care of your body in the first place anyways. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think, I think both genders like a healthy, yeah. you know, fit type of body. It just looks good and you feel good. So let's keep that. Let's keep lifting guys and girls. <laughs> There's a reason why healthier people are generally more confident and more successful and things like that, you know? Oh. Yes, sir. Hoshi. Fitness trainer is here. No, I'm down. Hoshi. Brian Buffett Schwarzenegger. Sorry. I'm down. <laughs> More like and sushi buffet. <laughs> Next question. Do men like being called pet names in relationships? Pet names? No. Yeah, like Brian, Opa. Or like... Like Brian. Hi, cookie, schmumpkin, poopy pie. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's cute. Really? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. That, that, no, it's fair. Like, I think... I think Brian likes it. <laughs> I like it because I like making nicknames for like just everybody. Like even you guys are like What the what do you call me, bro? You? Yeah, Joshy Poop. Yeah, we have a nick we have a nickname for Brian. Yeah, it's like for you guys too, yeah. It's um Yeah, it's like Brian. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Things like that. It's cute. Hey Brian. Brian <laughs> I'd be like, oh my lunch you know? Oh my god. Andrew, what, what about you? Yeah, so for me, I don't... I to, to be honest, I don't like it. I think... I'm not really good with cringy things, and I find that cringy, right? I I mean, to the extent of babe, maybe. Yeah. I think it's okay, but anything further than that, you know, it's just too much for me. So I... Like, if I hear it, I kind of don't give any reactions. Because, again, I don't really know how to react, right? To cringy type beat. I like egg yolk. Wait, what's 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 egyo for our non-Korean listeners? It's like acting cute. Yeah. It's like a cute way of expressing yourself. It's like a disgusting way of expressing yourself. <laughs> I hate egyo. When I like when girls act cute, but when they call me names, I'm like hell nah, you know. So you just want them to call you Andrew? No, it's like like you know how Korean girls they call you like oppa? Oh, so you like oppa? To be honest, Opa is kind of a pet name to me. What? Nah. Like when I when I see that, I'm like, that's kind of a pet name. Let's be honest. Yeah, but what if you meet someone that's younger? What if they are younger than you and are Korean? They're gonna call you what? Opa. They're not gonna call you like by your name. Yeah, I I don't like Opa either. I don't like Egyo. I don't really like Opa. Maybe it's because I was born here, but that it, it it's Maybe. kind of it's a lot, you know. True. True. Okay. Yeah. Everyone has yeah. their preference, right? But. I would say um, I'm on the same wavelength with Andrew. Like, I think I actually really like just calling my partner babe. And uh, when they call me babe, like, I, I, like, I like that. That's, that's perfect. Nothing more, nothing less. I think if they decided to become a little more creative and come up with nicknames, like, that's fine. But I would feel bad because I don't think I can reciprocate that. It's just not my not my beat, you know? True. Oh, Bob, Bob said you all. Sorry. <laughs> Next question. Okay, so do guys discuss women as much as women discuss guys? Yeah, 100%. Really? I would say no. I would say no as well. Oh, as much as girls? As much as, yeah, as much as women talk about guys. Oh, yeah, yeah no, 100% then. Yeah. 
Now, guys have their fair share of talking about girls too, but not as much for sure. Because girls will be like, oh my God, you're not going to believe what Josh did to me last weekend. Oh my God, he invited me out for dinner. What did Josh do? We Josh went, didn't do anything, bro. And then, and then we went out for such a nice romantic date. And then, you know, we did this. And guys would be like, oh, we just went out for a steak. Nah, bro, that's cap. That's cap. If you went on a date, bro, you already know me and Andrew would be like, so what'd you do? What happened? What'd you say? Honestly, I think guys talk about women more than women think. But when it comes down to like, I think the time length of it i think women probably talk about it longer than guys do yeah and like more i guess like they would talk about more about like what do they think what are they feeling do they think it's gonna work out what are their expectations stuff like that and i think guys are more kind of like what happened sick (laughs) (laughs) what happened shit really yeah nice All right, guys, this was part one of the questions women want to know about men but are too afraid to ask. Stay tuned for the next episode, which will be part two of this segment. Yes, sir. Also, if you guys have any additional questions that you want to ask us, make sure to let us know on Instagram. Don't forget to check out our other episodes on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts from. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the yeah. Young and Finch. And uh, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe, all that good shit. Shout out to Cass. Shout out to Sumin. Shout out to Louise at SecFan. And yeah, thanks for the support, guys. Yeah, thanks. It really means a lot. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys Love you guys. See you next time. Peace. Oh, you